Wat leuk dat je luistert. Ik ben Mohsen. En ik ben Astrid. Welkom terug bij Spreekwoordenschat. Hey Mohsen. Hoi Astrid. Wat leuk dat je er weer bent. Ja. Hoe gaat het? Gaat goed met jou. Ook goed. Do you have any plans for the summer? I have many plans. I want to travel again uh, to Portugal uh, for surfing. Actually the same place that I went last time. Nice. And if I'm lucky, then I want to go also for a road trip to Italy. Wow, two vacations and you just got back from travel, although... Yeah, it was a short vacation visiting my parents after the all the COVID stuff. Like, I haven't visited them for three years. That's very long. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's the price that you pay when you migrated to another country. But yes, and I think that's different from going on a vacation for a vacation because you cannot use all, every vacation you got to visit your family. No, yeah. it's not like vacation, vacation. It's more of a va- family visit. <laughs> I would call it like a family visit, yeah. yeah. How about you? Do you have anything in mind? Yes, I'm going to Spain. And uh, when I'm in Spain, I'm also going to visit Marina, who we heard in our previous episodes. Uh, she's a longtime friend. Uh, I know her for since forever. So, oh, and I think maybe if the weather's nice later in the summer, I'm going for a weekend away or something. But everything is still open. <laughs> cool. Yeah. 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 Do you also notice when you go abroad that there are a lot of Dutch people everywhere? I realized that I haven't, I, I like to go, like when I'm going outside the sport, uh, outside sport, outside Netherlands, it's usually for uh, doing something more active. Yeah. So my experience is that I went to uh, Gran Canaria uh, three years ago and then my instructor, Raymond, for diving was Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went skiing and then uh two years ago in france and then there my instructor turns out she was dutch as well (laughs) and then in switzerland when i went to canyoning then i went with car and then the car like as you know the 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 dutch plates are uh yellow yes quite distinctive with other plates uh and then she said that she started to speak with me in Dutch and then I couldn't and I said but you have a Dutch car I said yeah I came from Netherlands sorry but I can't speak Dutch and then yeah she was also Dutch yeah so yeah you're quite sportive nation yeah well, I think we have quite uh, the moving abroad nation a lot of people move out it's a small country of course so if you want to be a ski instructor there are not much possibilities in this flat country i think <laughs> so if that's your ambition you would have to go somewhere else it's a good country for cycling though <laughs> unless you like mountain biking it's not a very good country for mountain biking true but there is an event and it's hosted every now and then uh, where dutch people are uh, cycling on the delta works they are going to cycle it against the wind, so headwind, and it's a championship oh. who is going to be first. So they wait for a very windy day um, and they don't use the sport bikes, but they use the commuting bikes. You Normal know? city bike Normal. against the Dutch wind. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. And in Zeeland, so on a windy day. That's something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go look it up because it's, a, it's a, a whole different thing. 
we will post the link to a video of the event on our Instagram. So Mohsen, for this episode's proverb, mm-hmm. it's actually something related to what we just discussed, in a way. Okay, is do it you... about cycling? <laughs> no, it's not. But do you want to know what it is? No, please tell me. Maak je borst maar nat. Maak je borst maar nat. Oh, you pronounce it very well. Yeah, the words are easy. Mark is make and then burst, uh, breast, and then, then uh, knot is wet. I know it from when they're painting somewhere and then they put the knot yeah. uh, tape on it, like you shouldn't touch that part. Or you shoot whatever you're into. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you want to ruin your clothes, yes, yeah, you can. That's fine. So make your chest net. Yeah, well, it's wet in your wet. chest. <laughs> yeah, wet in your chest. Oh, yeah. Where do you think? Uh, well, uh, from what I heard, uh, I would say it's something similar to English proverb, uh, get your hands dirty. Like, you have to do something. Am I right? You no. don't look at someone. No, <laughs> but I think it's interesting. Yeah, because yeah, getting your hands wet or dirty. Yeah, but it's not necessarily dirty in this case. Uh so you don't have to get your chest dirty but wet. But I, yeah. So no, you're not correct. Do you hmm. want? Yeah. Can I ask a help from yeah. another Iranian? <laughs> yes, of course. I guess you feel comfortable with that. And you can see if they think the same thing. Let's see. Hey there. Nahal is here. I've been living in the Netherlands for two and a half years. And I am originally from Iran. Uh, what I think is that this proverb might mean um, risk experiencing something for the first time. And I would actually have no idea what could be the equivalent in Farsi. Well, we heard her. Interesting. Uh, she had a different idea uh, yeah. than me. Is it correct? No, <laughs> you're both wrong. Okay. Do you want to know who's closer? Yeah, that's me. Isn't <laughs> uh, shall I reveal? Then you can judge who was closer. Okay, sure. It's um, prepare for something difficult coming your way. Or having to do something difficult or something you're not looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I see. So, for example, if you would join the race in bicycling against the wind... Like I told in the beginning, um, to prepare, you can say, it's going to be a tough race. Ah, I see. I see now. But I cannot find the relationship with, like, the relation between making your chest wet and then why it helps you to get ready for something difficult. No, that's weird, right? It is weird. Yeah, I, I assume it has something to do with uh, water, because of course you can also get wet by other things, but I think it had to do with water. But that's what I assume. Um, but should we ask another Dutch native? Let's do that. Do you have anyone? I do have somebody in mind. Let's ask him. Hoi, my name is Berend. I'm a Nederlander. Nederlander. I've been here my whole life. En het uh, spreekwoord van deze week is maak je borst maar nat. 
En uh, ik heb de hele dag over nagedacht waar het spreekwoord vandaan zou kunnen komen. En ik denk dat ik de oplossing heb. Uh, namelijk, ik denk dat het uh, uit het zwemmen komt. Want uh, je kan je wel voorstellen, als je dan zo de Olympische Spelen kijkt en je kijkt naar al die zwemmers... Die gaan dan zo naar het zwembad toe en dan pakken ze wat water uit dat zwembad en dan doen ze dat op hun borst. Dus dan maken ze hun borst nat, letterlijk, om zich voor te bereiden op de grote race die ze gaan zwemmen natuurlijk. Dus ik denk dat daar het spreekwoord vandaan komt. So, thank you Berend. Did you understand his Dutch? Ja, I could understand. Ja. So, zwemmer, do you know what it means? Uh, swimmer is coming from swimming, uh, swimmen, and then yeah. it's a swimmer. Yeah, a swim. yeah, yeah. I think that's the only. I think basically that's the only very difficult, possible difficult word there. Of course, there might be more, but I'm not the one to judge. Um, Derens actually right. Yeah, so it is. It does come from there, but the thing he didn't say is why, because of course, yeah, you can see swimmers doing that as he said but why do they do that i actually used to swimming and then for us it was like getting used to the water temperature and then don't get shocked yes that's exactly it okay so you completed Beren's answer congratulations on that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i got something right at the end (laughs) I think you got more things right, so you're you're fine. And um, actually, it's a quite a new proverb. Actually, uh, it's uh, from the halfway through the 19th century uh, to late 19th century uh, when swimming became more popular. But because back then there were no warmed swimming pools, probably yeah, the water was very cold uh, because it's only uh, swimming has only been done in open sea or uh, other nature water, which is normally more cold especially mm. here <laughs> yes. um so uh the swimmers had been advised not to jump into the water directly immediately but first wetten their chest make your worse or not to be uh like you said be too shocked from the cold water immediately um and there's a a, a famous dutch book jongensdagen from Theo Thijssen. Theo Thijssen is a famous writer. There are a lot of streets and schools named after him. Theo Thijssen Academy. Um, and in his in his book Jongensdagen, mm-hmm. uh, Boys Days, Childhood Boys Childhood Days, I think if it would translate it better. There's a sentence: "Kom, je borst nat, and dan der door." Riep de zwemmeester. So. So for this one, we know exactly the origin of the proverb. Well, no, this is just an example of where it's used because the book is from 1909 and the proverb already existed, but Mm. it's been used. Yeah, so it's a quite recent one. Yeah, that's an interesting one. And it is sportive, as you said. Like, it was related to the topic that we were discussing. It is, in a way, indeed. And um, it's more an advice you can give somebody as well. I actually like swimming in the Netherlands. At the beginning, I didn't like swimming in the canals. And then uh, because, to be honest, like it's the gross. color of the water Ugh. is not no. that good. <laughs> but what I realized is that you have, there is a website that you can check the water quality before going to swimming. So if you like swimming like me and you want to try to swimming in the canals, after a while, spoiler alert, you will get addicted to it because it's joyful. And then... 
Yeah, but wherever you, you live, there is probably a pond yeah. or a lake next to you. Just don't swim in the canals in the city center, like Oude Gracht. No, <laughs> no. That's. <laughs> a, I think it's also written in the website that where you can swim and where you can't. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I also used to do it sometimes also in the canals, but to me, it always feels a bit weird. Like, I remember that I was getting into the water uh, in the canal near the uh, Muntgebouw in Utrecht and that you had to be mindful for the bikes <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah. getting in. And that's to me like, eh, eh. But swimming in a lake or sea, I do like that. Mm. But there, to me, there are better seas to swim in than the North Sea. <laughs> of course, but we are in Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't be too picky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was it for this episode, I think. Yes. It's a good one. So I hope you have a lot of swimming days to come. <laughs> I hope so. Last year I couldn't, but the year before it was lots of days. I know you did a lot of swimming, even after work as well, right? Yeah, yeah. in the evening. <laughs> I wish I was that sporty. <laughs> um, but thank you. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you for listening. For this episode, we would like to thank Nahal and Berend being our guests, team for editing, and of course you, our lovely listeners. If you like our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at Podcast and follow us wherever you listen to this podcast. Tot de volgende keer!